The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Savannah Hugh Moeller, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And it is Rams Week here on Mix Shots inside the SWBC Podcast Studio. Bill Jones, Everson Wall, Savannah Hugh Moeller, and the star of the show, Mickey Spagnola. Yes. And out on the practice field, I see football players, Everson and Savannah, mm-hmm. without pads on today but they have helmets they do have helmets i on. saw that so that is a, yeah. a form of a pad yes <laughs> <laughs> it consists of pads uh-huh. which yep. is more than they've done since the saturday before so, the chargers game. so basically when you have a bye week now you have to have a ramp up period to get ready to practice right no, there's no ramp-up practice. Uh, they had uh, yesterday off. I know. Well, so now we're ramping up today. we got to ramp up Slightly. today. This, this, yeah, is, this is our Wednesday? Well, I'm sorry, uh, this is our Monday? Is that Monday? No, this is the no. normal it's, it's Wednesday normal. practice. It's oh, okay. Thursday. Okay. Bill's trying right, to be right. overly right. dramatic okay. Thursday's the heavy work day. <laughs> okay, guys, so before we get started on yes. everything today, okay. I come bearing some gifts. Oh, So wow. this morning... <laughs> This morning, I met Bob Lilly. He was oh, out Mr. On, on the plaza uh, just doing some stuff for an event that they have coming in February. Mm-hmm. Um, and they handed me these really awesome custom-made cards. Yeah. And okay. so we have a Randy White, a Bob Lilly, Roger Staubach, and Joe Green, Mean Green. Mm. So I'm going to give you your picks. Which one do we want? You each get one. No Everson Walls one? I don't Yeah, I was going to say, uh, uh, give me the only black guy in there. Give me, <laughs> give me me and Joe Green. You got it. He's all <laughs> Thank yours. you. I'll take the manster. <laughs> Who? The manster. That's, Randy that's White. Randy White, yes. Uh-huh. yes. Yeah, this one. There you go. And what's left? We have Bob Lilly and, and Roger. That's, well, I'll take that. That's nice leftovers. You got it. Those are nice take? leftovers. When did you, what you take? Roger. Okay. Of course he took Roger. Those are so really nice. Well, I got Bob. And see, well, that's, yeah. and that's good because you had an interfacing with Bob. There Billy, you go. Exactly. Which I did. It's been a half a century ago. <laughs> my, Everson, you, you'll appreciate this since okay. you grew up here in Dallas. Mm-hmm. But my dad and I were at, there was some event going on at uh, Market Hall, whatever. Yes. Okay. Off of 35. And, and, yeah. And Bob yeah. Lilly was there. Uh-huh. And so he was, he was appearing at something. And my dad and I, I was 10 years old probably at the time. And we walked by him. And, uh, and my dad said, Let's stop and let's, I wasn't into autographs at all, and I don't I don't think I got his autograph. But we did have an interfacing with Mister mm-hmm. Cowboy Bob Lilly, and so here we are, a half century later, and Savannah, one of the greatest cowboys of all time. Yes, and you uh, just stumbled up on him. Huh? Wow! I and know. so it's fitting that you you get his trading card. Yeah, no, that it's is. very that very is. cool. The mm-hmm. I guess these are custom made. The artist he signed these so. Thought, thought you guys would enjoy one. That's, thank you very That's the much. Artist, this is cool. the artist give, me, give me a pound on that. You there that. you go. Thank, thank you. you so much. You're welcome. She I'll thought of this. She really did. You she want to give pub she to saw the four artist? of them, I started salivating. Like, okay, I hope she's giving out. Give you want to give pub to the artist? Not really a trading card. I said it a trading card, but it's a 
It's Scott Terrell, the founder and CEO of University All Star. Uh-huh. Started as an artist and designer, and now disrupts multi-billion dollar industries. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so there you go. We there have a have rebel. It. He's a rebel. Uh-huh. That's very this good. That really was nice. nice. I know. Yeah. This is That's really the first nice. time anyone's come bearing gifts. Well, well, a lot of people in my family went to uh, UNT. And so... Mean Joe, Joe Green. Green. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. our guy. Mm-hmm. That's it. He was not going to be the first one selected unless uh, Everson had a reason for it, being a Pittsburgh Steeler. Yeah, no. Hey, yeah. this is truly compromising. Uh-huh, it's truly right. compromising. That's how much I love me, Joe Green. This is truly compromising because I He's hate the, the Steelers. Let's just be real about that. I hate the Steelers. Okay, so uh, here we are back in the flow again. Mickey, you... You seem to be very uh, studious over something that you're prepared. He's, he's missing all of all your throws, man. Savannah, Savannah brings. He's missing all your passes. Gifts for us today, and now what's Mickey going to offer today? Rangers have to play the Diamondbacks. There you go. That's right. There you get go. To yeah. the, get to play the Diamondbacks. Get to play them. Yeah. Absolutely. Weren't, weren't we both like reeling at one point? I mean, both teams. Two years ago, they uh-huh. were too. You just set me up perfectly. The Arizona Diamondbacks two years ago won 52 games and <laughs> lost 110 games. <laughs> wow. The Rangers two years ago won 62 games and lost 100 games, or, or they were 60 and 102. So we have two teams that had, were, had 100 lost seasons two years ago that are playing. For the baseball world championship, is that crazy? Can that happen in the NFL? Could the let's put it this way: because the Carolina Panthers are playing the Houston Texans this week with Bryce Young versus C.J. Stroud. Mm-hmm. That to put it in perspective. That would be like the Carolina Panthers and Houston Texans next year playing in the Super Bowl. Is well, that possible? I'm sure you could pick a team in the past that had a little bit more promise mm-hmm. two years prior to them doing well. Had a down I don't know year. about going to the Super Bowl, but there are many instances of teams that they they, they the suck. roller coaster nature of the NFL. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. How about three years ago with the Cowboys, one in fifteen? Okay, not three years ago from now, but three years ago from yeah, Super removed Bowl 27. from one in yeah. fifteen, and then <laughs> the fourth year, kind of fourth following. year going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you were, if you if we were to be accurate and go with the two years, then they would they would uh, played against Detroit, right, in the playoffs, and lost to Detroit in the mm-hmm. Silverdome. Yeah, which is still a nice turnaround. From one, it's not 15. it's not Super Bowl, but that's heck, a nice turnaround. Heck, the the big turnaround. No, two years ago, two years ago would have been the game against Atlanta, nineteen ninety. Right. Yeah, I guess Atlanta Babe started eighty nine one one to fifteen to seven and nine to seven and nine seven and nine and, and had they the won one more or somebody lost one more they would have gone to the playoffs yeah. at seven okay. and nine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, no, that's not a turnaround. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but the, I think the true turnaround is is them being in the the, the silver dome, having the chance to go on go further. Mm-hmm. That's about as close as you're gonna get. It, Based on the and then getting example. wiped out, yeah, well. <laughs> by Eric Kramer. Mm. So uh, I'm going to be out next week. 
the whole week. Like four days next week, so Ooh. just let you know. And I'm going to be out one day next week. Mm. Uh-oh. Okay. Everson. <laughs> <laughs> they look at each other like, which one do you want to run the hey, show? Hey, we can run. Come on, man. Oh, this is going to be fun. We got this, bro. Yeah. We got this, man. Intimate conversations, yeah. man. They're we gleeful got, we got over this. this. So you're, you're, you're out <laughs> yeah, on like, Monday? Yes. I'm out on Monday. Yep. <laughs> World Series games one and two are Friday and Saturday here. And then at Arizona next Monday, Tuesday. And if the Rangers need a fifth game to sw- to uh, beat the Diamondbacks, the game five would be on Wednesday. So who- there you go. <laughs> <laughs> like what network has the World Series? Fox. Fox. Yeah, yeah. Fox. So you're going to go all the way out there. Yeah, and, and nobody's then- going to see any of our work because the game is on Fox. <laughs> right. And he's got to wait so 20 minutes before mm-hmm. he can show any highlights. Yeah. That's when, exactly are you, when are you right. out? Monday. Monday. Okay. So I'll come prepared Monday. With there you go. Okay, we'll we'll carry it. Yes, we'll carry like the show. It. We're good to go. I like it. We Very might have to stuff. We might have to call Nate and Frisco. No man, we don't need <laughs> that. But Nate, Nate will probably stop in anyway. Yeah, he'll stop. He he, he likes yep. stopping in when you guys are gone. Uh huh. He, he sees an open seat in here. <laughs> Nate, if you're and, listening, you're welcome to come. And you are welcome, Nate. Nate and Frisco says he doesn't want to be on. He just wants to, to sit <laughs> and listen. Yeah, uh, that's good. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, so get, catch us, get us up to speed here on Mike McCarthy at a press conference this morning. I didn't hear it. Oh, okay. Don't get us up to speed so, on that. Oh, I did. I did. This is Savannah's show. <laughs> well, all I know is that he did say that they will be full for practice today. Everybody will do something on the field. So although okay. they are not in pads, as we talked about. Mm-hmm. So, but they're still all out there full participation well they didn't really have any injuries coming out of that chargers game right and they had already put what three guys on injured reserve so they don't count um they've got to miss three more games marquis bell was probably marquis bell was probably fatigued as hell after the game i Um, guess wanye thomas tackles he made wanye thomas Mm -hmm. would have been the only that's who roster that's guy. who a couple people brought up and they yeah. said he thought he would be able to practice mm-hmm. yes well, then, full today there you go no injury excuses going forward and yeah because uh, and to bring everybody up to speed on what happened prior to the last game Vander Esch and CJ Goodwin were placed on IR when we talked about the practice squad moves that were made this week Hendershot too right they put Hendershot. Yeah, Peyton Hendershot, too. And and that was the other thing. Uh, you talked about Eric, and I've got to get the pronunciation correct on S-A-U-B-E-R-T. Sal- Salbert. Salbert. I don't know. Or could it be Salbert? Ah. got to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he has this where sounds, he's from. This sounds sexier. <laughs> from Drake. Then it's Salbert. Salbert. Yeah. <laughs> if, if he's from Iowa. It's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> could be Sobert. Uh, you know, anyway, he the, has the, the French some playing in experience in this league, actually. Mm-hmm. And so uh, ob- it's obvious the issues that the Cowboys have on the offensive line as far as depth and trying to make sure that the, you know, to trying to fortify that position as much as possible through the practice squad and so forth. But it's interesting on the signing of a tight end because uh, and Hendershot's injury going mm-hmm. on injured reserve uh, because they – they were counting on having the four tight ends yes. throughout the season. Yes. You know, just had McEwen on the practice yes. squad to start the season, and now he's on the 53, obviously. And so 
and with Saubert. I'm going to go with Saubert. He he started six games last year for Denver. Played in 17 games, six starts, 15 receptions, 148 yards, 24 targets, and a former fifth-round draft pick of the Falcons in 2017. So Dan Quinn uh, would have been familiar with him from Atlanta. And they they would need, since they signed McEwen to the 53, they needed another backup tight end in case one of the top three right, got a, hurt. a fourth so tight end. They can elevate yeah. somebody. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. That's, I just think that's, uh, that's interesting, and it, it's telling, I think, on Hendershot's injury probably, too. Why can't they just go with the, they don't want to just go with the fullback? And have him learn some of the plays. Well, they and did. There, there's been part of that going on. Yeah, you know, just the way they're they're using Hunter Lipke. Mm-hmm. So uh, he can definitely do some of those things. So I could see him getting out there in space. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. pass, passing the ball he's, with some of those tight he's end an routes. Athletic guy. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yes, Mickey. No, I was just checking to see who they could potentially elevate off the practice squad on game day. And the only two that I see they've done so far that are still eligible, because Jefferson used his third, right? Right. Um, They elevated Malik Davis last week. And Tyree Sweet. And then, no, he's on. Oh, that's right. They signed him to the. uh, He's on the practice, I mean, on the 53. So the only other guy there that they. That's right. It was the two Maliks who came up from the practice squad, and Tyrus Wheat right. to the 53. See, and the only other tight end they had on the practice squad was uh, Princeton Fant. And he doesn't really have played any. So, yeah. Right. He's so, a, the elevation, he's a rookie. if they have to ele- elevate two guys, it'll be interesting if they do two. Because they did Malik Davis because they were worried about Oh, that was the special teams. Right. Because they didn't want Deuce. Well, Deuce Vaughn wouldn't play coverage special teams. Mm -hmm. So they did that. And Deuce was inactive. Right. And now that uh, Tyrus Wheat's on the 53, yeah, I'll be interested to see who they might elevate. Well, and then what are they they doing with Malik Jefferson? Yeah, would they – Put him, no, he, he's out of elevation. Out right? of elevation. So yeah. if Malik Jefferson is going to play this week, he's going to have to be signed to the 53. Or is Rashawn but, Evans ready to go? Mm. Uh, yeah, Rashawn mm. Evans. Mm. Yep. I got to see this guy. He's been here a couple <laughs> weeks now. And he said he was ready to get off the couch and play the Chargers mm-hmm. three days yeah, later. Yeah, he said that then. Yeah. yeah. It'd be interesting. Most linebackers talk like that. Well, nobody says they're and not most ready, them, but right? Most of them, most <laughs> linebackers are ready. I mean, that's just they're, linebackers. They're born ready. Yeah, they, yeah. That's, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. But the key <laughs> thing would be, is he capable of helping out on special teams? Because right. that's why Jefferson was continued to be elevated. All right, we're just getting started on this edition of uh, Mix Shots. Going to turn our attention to the Los Angeles Rams and much more when we continue in just a moment. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. 
Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese-to-sour-cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi, and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, when you hear that the Los Angeles Rams are coming to town to play a noon game on Sunday at AT&T Stadium, what's your first thought? Sean McVay. Sean McVay. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Uh. <laughs> I'll I'll follow up with Matthew Stafford. Now, Mickey, what's I your... was going to say Matthew well, Stafford. I'll beat you to the punch. <laughs> uh, Demarcus Ware going into the Ring of Honor. That's great. Yeah. When is that? Sunday. Sunday. Is it? Yeah. Wow. Wonder what Jimmy thinks. They about just that. officially <laughs> announced uh, announced it. Although it's been in the works for a while. Yeah. That's when you said that. I said. Did we already know he was going in the Ring of Honor? <laughs> yeah, well, officially, he, not, he has not been in actually inducted into the Ring of Honor. Correct. He went into and they, the they've just worked the schedule out to Hall make it fame. work. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I thought of, even though it didn't have nothing to do with the Rams. <laughs> if I would have asked the question yesterday before that news came out. <laughs> I would have told you DeMarcus Ware because I already knew it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know. He, he had to sit it. on he, the story. Yeah, he's just going to – he's going to – he's stubborn. He's stubborn. Uh-huh. No, actually it was planned, and when we did our Cowboys Today uh, that airs on CBS 11, and we had yeah. to do it ahead of time because no one That's... was going to be working Monday, we did that for All Tuesday. Right. Okay. So, Cat uh, was out of the bag. So um... – 
When you think of the Rams, though, mm-hmm. how formidable is the opponent? Let's put it that way. Well, hey, uh, go ahead, Spax. Um, what I was going to say, if I didn't try to be a smart aleck, uh, <laughs> if you didn't resort, <laughs> resort, resort back resort. to your natural <laughs> instincts. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say something about this Nakua. Nakua guy? Yep. Puka mm-hmm. Nakua leads the league That's in receptions. Yeah, yeah. 58 That's the one. receptions. Yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know who he was. We teased it yesterday. Not, I know. So, yeah. For the first month of the season, everyone was scratching their head. Mm-hmm. Who is this Puka <laughs> Nakua? Was he drafted? Yes. First round, right? No. No. <laughs> well, well, we'll he should have been. Yeah, as it turns yeah. out. Yeah. Well, not only has he got 58 receptions to lead the league he's third in yards 752 and he's got uh two touchdowns right now he was a fifth round pick number 177 overall out of out of byu and you know you look at him in his uniform he looks a little small but he is not is he it's i think he's over he looks like he's about six feet tall i think they talked about him being a, a bigger wide receiver than he looks like he and Cooper Cup they're kind of deceptive in uh, how strong they are how first of all how well they run their routes and when you're on the same page with, uh, with Matthew Stafford that's going to be a problem to me which means to me you better get pressure on Stafford and, and to me you don't let receivers like he and C.D. Lamb get off the line of scrimmage without some type of a contact you know, you got to touch him up in some kind of way, knock him off their timing because Matthew Stafford is looking, he's eyeballing them as they come off the line of scrimmage. I mean, sometimes he doesn't even look off, uh, look the DB off. He, you, we know who he's coming to the moment he sets his eyes on him after the ball is snapped. Would you like the uh, pro day measurables for Puka Please. Nakua? Yes. Um, Six one and five eighths. Did not think he was that tall. Okay, two hundred ten pounds. Ran a. This is at his pro day. He ran a four five seven with a one sixty two ten yard split. Fifteen bench reps. Thirty three vertical. Ten one broad jump. Four three six twenty yard shuttle and a seven three two three cone drill. Uh, which tells you he's a fifth-round draft pick. Yeah, I was going to say, that's not yeah. impressive nothing, at all. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it just lets you know how that crap doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't. Did not work out at the combine, had a toe injury. And now look at him. And he uh, started his college career at the University of Washington, transferred to BYU. By the way, he's also third in yards from scrimmage. Hmm. He's had... Two carries for four yards. Oh, that, that put him up there. <laughs> I think his yards spoke for themselves, right? Receiving. I yards. love to see guys like that, you know, buck the trends. Of course, you know, same here, but it just lets you know some of that stuff, man, the workouts here and all of that. Put the man on the field. Let's see what he can do. And at BYU, uh, he transferred to BYU in 2021, became a team captain. Uh, in two years, he had 91 catches for 1,430 yards and 11 touchdowns. So he was productive at yeah. BYU. Mm-hmm. 
but they always looking for something else. Yeah, they're you know, it's at, always something. Oh, they're he looking at, well, he four, ran a four five, six, seven, yeah. and yeah. let's let's find a way to to, to yeah. dismiss him. His vertical is only thirty three, and he and yeah, and we we know so much. Right, you know, we we have such mm-hmm. knowledge. We, we're we're judging you, and, and we don't know what the hell how we're many, talking about. How many years was he at BYU? Uh, he had one year of eligibility left, but he was two years oh, at, he, at BYU. He, he he came out early. No, well, okay. yeah, see, he of course, everybody had another year because of COVID. Right. And so well, he, 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 was he came Washington out with Empire. confidence. He came yeah. out with confidence. And, um, and the other thing that benefited him, as it turns out, coming into the league was Cooper Cup's injury. Mm-hmm. And so the, the Rams needed to throw the ball to somebody. <laughs> and here he is. And there he was. And he took advantage of that opportunity. I wonder if Stafford knew what he had right away. Because I, I know at the beginning of the uh, offseason, they were talking about him having problems relating to the young uh, wide receivers and, and personnel on the team. And so here, I think Matthew Stafford found a friend mm-hmm. without Cooper Cup being out there. Not knowing anything specifically about it, but I bet you uh, Puka Dakua showed up uh, regularly mm-hmm. and got with Stafford in the off season, and uh, they got on the same page, and he built confidence in yeah. him that way. Um, so yeah, and, and it's benefiting them. So when I at the, when the schedule came out. And Rams is on the schedule, okay, last Sunday in October. I said, well, that's a W. Yep. Because you look at the you look at the Rams roster and you go, they were so salary cap strapped, mm-hmm. okay. They, they, they were all in to win a Super Bowl two years ago, yeah. and then they basically had to strip yeah, it all down. Exactly. Uh, and so, I mean, it's just – it's amazing what they've done to put a competitive team together without any money. And but now week after week I'm sitting there going, wow, the Rams are a lot better than mm-hmm. I thought they were going to be. And and, and that's got to come they're from three and four right now. But they're they're this is, you know, I use the term formidable opponent. Every opponent in this league, as, as the Cowboys found out when they went to Arizona, I had the same feelings about Arizona coming into the regular season. We saw <laughs> we what happened did. in that game. Right. Yeah, we all did. Yeah. So I, I just so, like I like what they had to deal with. When you when you know that you you're dealing with limited resources, one thing that McVay wanted to do, of course, you got uh, Matthew Stafford, but also you got to have that offensive line show it up, and they seem to be doing a decent job, you know, compared to everyone else in the league. Matter of fact, it it's it's had that because of the offensive line, Matthew's been able to have a pretty good season. And, and by the way, I looked up uh, Cooper Cup's uh, measurables at the combine. And very similar to Puka Dakua, he is six two two oh four. I don't. I don't. He doesn't strike me as being six two no. when he's playing. No. Four six two forty. Okay. So yeah. right. I mean, and Nakua was four five seven. Uh, and now, what does stand out is uh, a six seven five cone drill, which is that short area yes. quickness right there lateral movement and, and a yeah. 408 shuttle and and he plays like that on the field but well, a thir- that's the a 31 vertical running. 31 vertical which is not doesn't his his yeah. the, the shiftiness no. is their strength that's right and their right. lateral movement is their strength it's mm-hmm. not necessarily it's like speed going down the field yeah. exactly yeah so uh-huh. why do we keep why do we keep worrying about who runs the fastest that's right there? <laughs> that's right i don't know why that's even a measurement uh-huh how come they lost to pittsburgh how come they lost to Pittsburgh? That's a good question. 
24 17. Mm-hmm. And came from behind. Pittsburgh came from they behind. They did, yeah. yeah. They did. Now, now Pittsburgh's 4 and 2. So, Which is amazing. Right? <laughs> Which with, is dumbfounding. With their quarterback situation. <laughs> right. I, I mean, Mike Tomlin, man, coach of the year. I'm sorry. With that team, no okay. one expected that. Look at the Rams this season. They started, and it surprised everyone right off the bat. They went to Seattle and won 30-13 first game without Cooper Cup. And what did Nakua do that game? He was he uh, 10 catches, 119 yards, 15 did. targets. <laughs> uh, and then against San Francisco, they lost by a touchdown to San Francisco in week two, 30-23. to 23. Nakua had 20 targets, 15 receptions, 147 yards against San Francisco. Was, was Cup still missing then? And Cup was still missing. Well, yeah. you see what they're doing. I mean, the, the average per catch isn't that much. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're using them to just move the, you know, yeah, just move that's the a, chains. That's a just run game. Yeah, that's a run game. Uh-huh. And then they lost to Lo- the Eagles, right? Well, they lost to Cincinnati 19-16. Close game. They won in overtime at Indianapolis, 29-23. Lost to the Eagles, 23-14. Beat Arizona, 26-9. And then lost to Pittsburgh last week. So there you go. Beware of the Rams. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Stafford is throwing for over 300 yards in about half of the games. He doesn't have a lot of touchdown passes, though. And Stafford has always been a guy. I mean, he's so competitive. Uh, don't uh, underestimate what he can do as far as his toughness, even running a little bit, yeah. as we Cowboys yeah. have seen. Mm-hmm. The infamous quarterback sneak <laughs> at the end of one game in Detroit <laughs> a few years back. Um, and local guy coming back, might be his last time to play here. So He's like a coach on the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what you want. He, he and the coach have a, a great relationship. They seem to be in Sapatico at all times during the game. Well, the reason why his quarterback rating is so low, 82.3, 22nd in the NFL, he's got seven touchdowns and six interceptions. Mm-hmm. That'll kill your quarterback And that rating. that's always yeah. been his, his Achilles. Yeah, team. he's always yeah. been a guy that will take He'll a chance. He'll go for it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he will. It's not like he didn't see something. It's like, I, I think I can make it any way I can put it in there. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's him. Yeah. Because his yards passing rank fourth, so um, completion uh, completion percentage is only thirty percent. Let's just call him a gunslinger. He's yeah. a gunslinger. Yeah, that's what. It is. And he's coming home. Yeah. It's, it, anybody that uh, Matthew Stafford uh, reminds you of coming out of high school, watching him in high school, I'm sitting there going. I feel like I'm watching John Elway. <laughs> you know, a minute he, John Elway. <laughs> no, I mean he's he's got decent size. Stafford. Yeah, but John's six four. Yeah, that's why I was well, saying. I bet Stafford's close to that. Yeah, is right? he? I'll look him up. Um, Maybe it's those Rams uniforms make him look so small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I thought Cooper Cup was. I thought Cooper Cup was barely six feet. Puka, I wasn't giving them, I barely giving them six feet. Yeah, I had him at 5'9. <laughs> Stafford's 6'3. 6'3, 220. See? How many Pro Bowls has he been to? Two. One. One Pro Bowl for Matthew Stafford in his mm-hmm. career. So my John Elway comparison didn't really work. Well, physically, it did. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I'm going to have to 
check with Walls on my height, he might get me to 5'10". <laughs> <laughs> no, he's underestimating. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying I'll he doesn't you, estimate very well. I'll give you 5'5". Well, right? five, five. <laughs> he just doesn't estimate very well. All right, we continue with more mix shots in just a moment. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese-to-sour-cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. (sighs) With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Back back to mixed shots. The Salvation Army's 27th annual Red Kettle kickoff returns to AT&T Stadium this Thanksgiving. Get excited to watch the one and only Dolly Parton rock the stage during the halftime when your Dallas Cowboys go head-to-head with the Washington Commanders. Tune in at 3.30 p.m. on CBS. That was very good. On CBS. So the the crawler there on NFL Network said they worked out Mason Crosby, too, by the way. They would be the Rams, bringing you up to speed with what we were talking well, about. Well, we were just talking about it. We got to stay with us. Yes, if they didn't stay with <laughs> stay us, they with would us. <laughs> Yeah, people, stay with us during the break. Uh, Lucas Haverasick was signed off the Cleveland Browns practice squad to replace Brett Maher, who was released. And the Rams now working out kickers, including Mason Crosby, the former Green Bay Packer. So they'll have a kickoff. Mm-hmm. Not that we care, but what the hell happened to Maher? 
was, going that back was, last that year. That was my boy, know. man. Yeah. That was my boy, man. It was like Chuck Knobloch disease. <laughs> yeah, he just can't throw from second but base. Remember that dude, so. Minnesota Twins? Uh-huh. I mean, think about it because it, it it wasn't a flash in the pan with the Cowboys because the year before he kicked well for the Saints uh, when they had him. That's why Peyton brought him to Denver, mm-hmm. and I think he brought him there twice once for a workout and then once for a competition and kept him and then let him go um i was told he was still scattering the kicks so you could see that he's definitely having a problem yeah that's he continues to have too a bad too yeah bad, it right. is too bad mm-hmm. so it remains to be seen who's going to be kicking for the rams on sunday at at&t stadium uh, I had this thought as we were talking about Matthew Stafford. Of course, the trade was made uh, a couple of years ago with the Lions, where Jared Goff goes to Detroit, Matthew Stafford goes to the Rams. So now, as we sit here, who it was obvious a year or so ago who won that trade. Mm-hmm. Who? Wh- how do you feel about that trade now? Goff has found himself. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, that's a yes. that's a trade that benefited 100%. both teams. He's great with the Lions. Yeah. And, and he fits there. Well, the coach made him fit. Exactly. The coach challenged him. The coach, you know, we looked at, at golf as a certain type of player. We didn't think he had a lot of heart. We didn't think that he, he could sustain, you know, winning, you know, and be a, that type of leader. The coach has made him a leader. Coach Campbell has made him into, he's gotten out of him all that he can get out of him. And it's pretty impressive how a coach can make a difference in a player's career. And I, but I think Sean McVay did too. I mean, they, he took the Rams to the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, but you uh, already he, knew he Matthew quarter, Stafford could do that He was the quarterback though. of the team. But you already knew Matthew Stafford could do that. Once Matthew yeah. went to the Rams, everyone knew that that was, a, that was good for the Rams. Everyone knew yeah. that. No yeah. one questioned yeah. that. It, we questioned golf. You felt good for Stafford that now he's going to a team that has a chance uh, to go all the way, and he followed right. through on he that. He followed through. But in the case of golf, it was it was interesting because it's almost like your first impression, for me anyway, your first impression stick with you, and he wasn't that good and, and had a bad season yeah. his rookie year. Even though they went he to the Super Bowl. And then, the, and then he follows that, that up was going to the Super Bowl. that was a horrible Super Bowl performance. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then you remember that. that yes. Okay. Yes. That was a winnable Super Super Bowl for the Rams no, and the Patriots points? went. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, your guy Bill Belichick. Yeah. yeah, well, that's what he does to mm-hmm. quarterbacks that aren't ready. Yeah, quarterbacks that aren't ready. That's so, how those losses in playoff games stick with you, mm-hmm. no matter what you did during the entire season. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Dak Prescott, or in your career. Yeah, Dak Prescott, mm-hmm. and yeah, no Tony one, Romo. Yeah, no one remembers that. You know, Dak put up what thirty. 30 points, 28 points in a playoff loss. Took him from behind to tie the game. And then the defense allows Aaron Rodgers to drive close enough for a The worst moment. That's one of the worst moments in in this regime's uh, history for me. God, that just – I knew it was coming, too. I think that's why it hurt me so bad. He had done it three times that that season. Mm -hmm. You know, okay, we weren't weren't ready for that. No one watched the film. No one saw Monday Night Football against the Packers. Uh, not the Packers, but uh, God, who they play against? He did a Hail Mary. Arizona. I think the Lions. I think it was the Lions. I think he had Hail he had, Mary more than one, one that yeah. season. So no, that was yeah. very, very disappointing. But golf ended up going to Detroit before Coach Campbell. Correct. It was last year. 
or no, year before was, last. He was so there, a couple right? of years. Yeah. yeah, he was. He was there. Coach Campbell was yeah. already there. Yeah, because he started developing the team. This is when I think Hard Knocks they did. Mm-hmm. They did. Uh, the you, you just looked like year, right? you didn't think golf could fit in Detroit. When I first heard he went to Detroit, I'm thinking, no, golf is not a Detroit guy. Yeah, or right. he was going to be a bridge to whoever they're going to draft. That's what I figured. He's not, he's not tough enough for Detroit. It'd be like going to Chicago. Yeah. And then here you go. Coach Campbell puts together a team, puts together good coaching staff, and there you go. Golf is different. Okay, I asked you how many Pro Bowls Matthew Stafford's been to. One? Yeah. How many's golf been to? None. Three. Really? <laughs> it also tells you about remember Pro Bowl. That. <laughs> yeah. The, one, uh, these days, Pro Bowl these days. Yeah. One, one Pro Bowl the these exactly. days, yeah. That's right. One with the Rams? Two with the Rams? Uh, right? Yeah, two, two with the Rams. Two 2017 Rams. and 18, and then last year with Detroit. So there you go. When you go back to last year, he's one of the more prolific quarterbacks in the league. Okay, so what's on your mind with the Cowboys and what they, uh, as they get back to work this week, um, what needs to be the focus going back, getting back to work and facing a stretch of games here through the month of November where they need to uh, really. Because they're playing at home, right? Mm -hmm. Five five out of the next seven are at home. And they've got a 10-game winning streak at home. So that's number one. Number two, uh, McCarthy said that uh, on – um, Monday that uh, one of the priorities is cutting down on the penalties. Mm, man. Especially the pre-snap. Jeez. Especially what, is, what is going on? Pre-snap on defense, too, yeah. by the way. I mean, that's a killer. And oh. it seems to be pretty simple. Like line up, right? <laughs> right. It seems like we could remedy that Hand, quickly. Hand, ball. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, helmet, ball. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, But really, you can tell that the referees are kind of cracking down on that. Mm-hmm. Because this is everyone's doing it, everyone's having a problem with it. Everyone's so, trying to get an edge. But the know, referees are—they, I think they've they're, all. They're now had seeing their what we're meeting. Yeah, they're now seeing what we've been seeing on TV for years. <laughs> right. That guy looks like he's lined up <laughs> right. offsides. The <laughs> stuff that Belichick sneaks in, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe they're offsides because the guys on the offensive line are so far off. And the that's line. another thing that they need to look at. But they're not putting they're not no. putting any emphasis no. on on that. None whatsoever. Yeah, it's amazing. Three guys out. are moving before the snap. You can see it a lot. Well, they're trying to promote offense. Ah, there you go. And speaking of offense, that's what I'm interested in over this next stretch of games. If this offense is take is taking the next step. Because they have not been consistent. Uh, think about it. In the two losses, they've averaged 13 points in each. Gave up 26, or, or scored, what, 16 against Arizona, mm-hmm. 10 uh, against San Francisco. Mine's probably adding on to that is the offensive line, since they've only been together, the starters, just a handful of times, keeping that consistency as we approach the halfway mark through the season. And I mean, you got to make sure they're still consistent. They're not that impressive right now as far as the running game is concerned. Mm-hmm. Or pass protection. Mm-hmm. So that, that kind of, you know, coordinates with what I said about the offense. You know, if your offensive line is not playing well, then you got a problem. And running the ball has been a problem. And protecting the quarterback and throwing the ball has been a problem. Now, I know – as we've talked about before, there's been extenuating circumstances. You get a big lead, 
you pull back. Yeah. It's raining in New York. Um, you played teams that had no chance of catching up with you, but still. Um, As you, this, this is what you call the eyeball test. Right. You know, forget those games. It's the ones that we lost where we could see clearly that we are not up to snuff in regards and to And think about it, and, and it's not a matter of missing field goals because the guys made every one of them, you know, 16. Um, so Except for one. That was an extra point. Okay, sorry. So he's got, um, I think he's got over 60 points scored so far. If I have time to. He has been the unsung star of the first six games of the season. Wouldn't you say, Mickey? Maher, 60 points he's accounted for. Brandon Aubrey. I mean, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, but by the way, and, and that's why I screwed up. So they've got Aubrey's right next to Maher. Aubrey, Maher had 63 points. Only 17 of 23, though. In mm. And what's our guy? 16 of 16. Mm-hmm. Two, like that. two short of tying the NFL record. And we know who has that record. <laughs> we learned it at the end of the show yesterday. That's the craziest we'll, stat we're gonna, ever. We're gonna, I still don't remember his name. Travis, Travis Coons. Coons. Yeah. <laughs> How could you ever forget? <laughs> no. It seems so odd. I mean, I was waiting for like Mike D or some Mike Davis or I don't know. <laughs> Bill Jones. Yeah, some, some regular Bill name. <laughs> Would you like the correct pronunciation of uh, Eric S A U B E R T? You know it now, according to the Denver Broncos uh, pronunciation guide for him, Saubert. Saubert. Yeah, that sounds smart. Eric Saubert. Saubert. It's. It's, you bet, I bet it's Saubert. Saubert. I bet it's Saubert, but they've got the emphasis on the Bert. wrong syllable. Yeah, uh, the, <laughs> that's what the kids say. That's, right. <laughs> that's good. So wait until Brad Sham is getting to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to wait until I hear the broadcast. <laughs> if, if Eric Saubert or Saubert goes gets into the game, and it'd what Brad nice he, says, it'd be nice if he mentioned us uh-huh. <laughs> as he right. said his name the uh, first well, time. You know, on the on the uh, depth chart. Yeah, they have pronunciation guide. Yes, but it doesn't include the guys on the practice, on the practice squad. squad. Right, and so that's right. why I had to look up the Broncos depth chart from last year, and Sabert is how they've got it. So, well, you may need to know it on Sunday. We may. That's right. If they need another tight end active, mm-hmm. can he play special teams? Well, we're going to find out, aren't we? Okay. We've got much more to get to the rest of the week here. We just got warmed up today. Yeah, I was going to okay. say, I didn't yeah. find out much about the Rams today. <laughs> I mean, I just didn't. We, we, oh, we you, talked a lot you, about You came here to find yeah, out Yeah, I really wanted to find out more about the Rams, but so what we idea, talked about, I already knew. You know. Ever since the idea is for you to go do some homework. No, it ain't. Y'all must not know what my <laughs> job description is here. <laughs> you guys forgot. No. Ever since, ever since, look at look at Everson. Look what Everson has yeah, in front of him. There. That's it. 
His job is to provide wisdom for the show. That's right? it, man. And our job is to do the homework. I, try to sm- I, I just smooth it. I just smooth it out for you guys. I just smooth we'll it. We'll give you got- all the Rams facts tomorrow. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's get some. This it, is what we're deep doing. into the Rams. We, we speak to the audience of one, which is Emerson. <laughs> and Emerson reacts. Right. At least yeah. we know we always got one. That's right. We got one, one, one viewer, one listener. We love that. that would be me. That's right. And then Emerson sounds off. All right. Uh, We will see you again tomorrow for another edition of Off the Wall Smith Shot. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?